Welcome to today's episode of Women Celebrating Women with me, Franny Kirby. Today's special guest is Jovi Wan, one of my great friends who I've met in the last year. Jovi is fabulous. She's led an amazing life. And in this episode, she talks more about this and some terms around law of attraction that you might find very interesting, as well as her perspective on how she's shifted throughout her life. I hope you enjoy Lots of love. Take care. Bye. Welcome to the second episode of Women Celebrating Women. In today's episode, I'm going to be meeting with the wonderful Jovi Wan to discuss Lots of exciting topics. Um, I'm going to let Jovi introduce herself now. Hi, Jovi. Hi, Friendly. Thank you for having me. Well, my name is Jovi Wan and I live in Hong Kong. Don't you just like the internet that we are so connected anywhere in the world at whatever time it is? Right now it's around like noontime in the UK. Yeah. It's 7 p.m. for me. How crazy is that? I love that. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me introduce myself a little bit. Um, I used to be in the corporate world for about two decades, and I totally shift gear in 2010. And starting 2013, I became a past life regression hypnotherapist. I have been doing Dolores Cannon's quantum healing hypnosis technique since 2013. I've been loving doing it. Um, really fun, amazing work. I've been a tarot reader. I have been an energy healer, a crystal therapist. Um, I just love learning and I never stop evolving. And last year in the midst of the pandemic, I started something new. I became a coach. Um, this is something that you know never came to my mind. To be completely honest, I never even liked the name coach because I felt that it's so abused in the world. Like everyone just claimed they're a coach, they are selling something. So I was kind of resistant to it, but guess what? Look at me, <laughs> I'm a coach now. I'm a breakthrough coach and I'm so loving what I do. Um, and friendly, we're in the same community and we both love that community and it's very supportive. Um, yeah, all the good things. So I suppose that's enough that sounds for, amazing. For intro, right? <laughs> No, that's a great, it's an amazing intro. I love, I love how you've shifted gears. It'd be great to hear a little bit more about how, how that came about and how did you find it when you first decided? Because I'm, I'm sure there's plenty of people out there who are thinking about, you know, maybe this isn't the, the job, the career or whatever the life that I, that I wanted to have. So what, what, what sort of started that and how did, how did, you, how did you shift through that? Well, to me, it was something traumatic happened in 20, no, not 2010, it's 2009. It was January 5th, my father passed away suddenly. Like no one saw it coming, um, he didn't see it coming. It was a big shock to everybody in the family and not seeing it in a bad way, but thanks to this shock, it kind of shook up my entire world, it got me asking a lot of yeah. questions that I never used to ask. Like, what is the meaning of life? 
why am I here doing something that I don't enjoy? Is it really that important to make a lot of money? Um, how about I become a bartender? Why do I always need to be a good girl? Why do I always always need to have good grades? Why do I always need to do this and that and that? Why can't I be doing something else? And I truly believe. Well, back then I didn't know, but of course now I believe it so deeply that whenever we ask the question, the answer has to come. And yes. at that time, all the answers come in the form of spiritual teachers appear right in front of me for no reason, healers, different modalities, you know, just just a lot of things <laughs> that stimulate um, my thought, and it totally changed my world. Um, because I personally needed healing for my grief. I did not know how to handle that. Um, I I felt like I was responsible for everybody in the in the family. My mother became very needy. Yes. I was feeling exhausted, and yeah, nobody was taught how how to handle when a parent passed away. You know, there wasn't a menu, right? So, but I I, I noticed that like very clearly for almost the first time in my life, how those uncomfortable feelings when I was forced to do what was being expected of me again. For example, in my father's funeral, I was sad. Of course I was crying, but my older yes. cousins came to me and told me to stop crying. You better stop, otherwise you'll upset your mom. So I was like <clears throat> suppressed oh, right no. there. And it, yes. it didn't feel good, it, it felt awful. I, I, didn't, I didn't understand what it was at that time. But then now, of course, I know, you know, growing up, especially in my culture, I'm sure, you know, the similar things happen in other cultures as well. So many things are yes, suppressed and their priorities, priorities are to the grandparents, then the parents, then the older relatives. You know, when does it come to me? It, it's never about me, it's always about others. No wonder, you know, almost yes. prior to that, my entire life, I was living for others. I was living to satisfy my parents' expectations, the society's expectations, what you need to do. But I was never really thinking about what did I want? What made Jovi happy? No. So that was, that was a big wake-up call for me. And that propelled me onto my spiritual awakening journey which is awesome. That is just so, so amazing because I think I think what you say is so relatable, certainly relatable for me, that, that thing about how we carry like the weight of the world, other people's expectations, our responsibilities to others um, that we pick up from beliefs or patterns in, in our families and um, how freeing it is when we start to put those down how we start to go oh, okay what about me what about what what do I want what feels good for me like just maybe it feels really good for me to have a really good cry right now and I, it might be hard for other people but I'm going to allow myself to do that um, or maybe I I don't want to go and do something like you said I don't want to do this job anymore because actually it's not something that I find fulfilling it's not doesn't feel good to me. I want to find something else that has more meaning. So, um, so, so, so cool that you, that 
I mean, obviously really sad that your dad died suddenly, but grief sometimes just seems to, it can open us up in ways that um, that we just would never have expected, can't it? Yes, but it, it opens up myself to so many wonderful things. I felt like mm-hmm. when my dad transitioned to the non-physical, our relationship has become much better. <laughs> our communication has become even better, which is weird, but it's, it's true. And, and don't take me wrong. It wasn't like, oh, there's a slight switch. So I switched <laughs> from that stage to, oh, completely awakening. No, it took me a long while, even just on the subject, yes. loving myself. How mm. do you love yourself? It's such a big lesson. Of I think course. up until now, I'm still learning, but you know, it, it takes a long while. And I'm so happy that I've gone through that process. I have gone through like all this questioning and re-examining and finally able to observe myself having this big, big should list and should not list. Not from (laughs) me, not from my heart, but from the society, from everybody else's expectation. Yeah, it wasn't even my desires. So it's, it's an interesting and fun journey. Of course, when I was in the midst of it, it was like miserable and oh, yes. God, yes. and all of that, of right? But now when I look back, it's, it's actually quite amazing. And I got to meet with so many amazing teachers from all over the world. And because I felt like I was so thirsty for new knowledge other than what I was so used to in the conventional way, the conventional education, you know, the elite education system, um, and then the work environment, the whole the whole thing. It's like something so outside of the box. My eyes suddenly got open like a thousand times wider. So it was it was really interesting. And then I I learned like maybe about 20 different modalities at least. Because I was just naturally interested. Mm. Yeah. So everything I could get my hands on, you know, if I need to fly to Hawaii, I would take a trip. If I need to go to Australia or Singapore, I would do that. It was, yeah, I was like a sponge absorbing knowledges. Um, But, you know, not all of the things that I've learned or even up to kind of deep levels that I still feel resonate to, I still use that tools, but I see all of them are like my building blocks. So mm. they are things that I need to go through. So I would know what do I enjoy? What do I like? What do I think is limiting that is not serving me? You know, all of this. And honestly, I never thought about coming out to become a healing practitioner or a coach. Never thought about it. When I quit the corporate world, I was just feeling this very, very, very strong pull, like from my heart that I don't want to stay here anymore. I I just don't want to stay here anymore. And that was the first time in my entire life that I jumped ship without having the next plan. You know, every time I switch job, there's always another offer waiting for me. There's always a plan. That was the first time I jumped off the cliff and it pays (laughs) off big time. Um, I just left the corporate world without knowing what I was heading to. I thought, you know, I've been working for so long. I deserve a nice break. And, you know, I got money in the bank, not to worry. So I was just giving myself some 
me time, just, you know, explore. And I was learning a lot of stuff. And interestingly, for the first nine months after I left the corporate world, I was still very restless because I was so used to taking care of seven, eight things at the same time. And I have this very deeply ingrained belief that if I'm not productive, it means I'm useless. In a way, the Chinese language, that wordings for non-productive and useless, they are literally the same. So that not being productive in the conventional way made me feel useless. So, you know, that, that desire, I have to do something, I have to do something was strong. So I had to train myself to slow down, you know, just chill. That's okay. And it took me a good nine months. And finally, by the end of that nine months, I was able to make that yoga class that day, the event of the day. And if I don't do anything else, it's okay. If I feel tired, I can take a nap on my sofa. That's okay too. So it took me that long to, to accept that it's okay to not to always be busy, always be so-called yes. productive, always be doing something, um, achieving that kind of stuff. What comes to mind, um, which we've kind of, I've definitely learned so much about in the last year from our amazing mentor, Nick Bro, is being vibrationally productive. So mm-hmm. tending ourselves, looking after ourselves, doing things that feel good or maybe not doing very much at all but actually starting to feel good about just where we are who we are right in this moment it sounds like that's what you were starting to learn to do in those nine months does that sound true but far from the new paradigm that we both know (laughs) what it is like of course you know remember I talk about I Well, because I've learned so many things, by the time 2013 came, you know, many events, many synchronicities just kind of pushed me out of my comfort Mm -hmm. zone to feel like this is the time, you know, I've learned all these things. I have changed so much for the better. I just felt the urge to share what I have with others so that I could help others to share the gifts that I receive so beautifully. So, you know, scarily, I... (laughs) I step out and start, you know, giving sessions, energy healing, tarot reading. But it was the same year that I met my hypnosis teacher, Dolores Cannon. And she changed my world. You know, through her, I I found my passion for the first time in my life. Can you imagine that? All through my life, I was doing all sorts of things, studying. You know, I thought I was interested in stuff. But now... You know, I was only looking at other people, like my classmates at university. I was so jealous of them, knowing what they want, having their passion, even during study years. I never had that passion. So I I enjoy 20 to 30% of my work, you know, a shift from below of that or up to 20, 30%, but it was never my passion. But when I learned her modality, and see how amazing it is, how that could help people in such a thorough way, way. not just yes. physical healing, but you know, having the wisdoms, having all your questions answers, connecting you with your non-physical part, your inner wisdom. It's just amazing and you know, mind blowing. And I found my passion and that passion all of a sudden made me fearless. I no longer worry about whether I was good enough, whether I was experienced enough, whether this or whether that. 
I just step out and do it because I love it so much. And, and, and I did it and I gave away so many free sessions just to brush up my skills and I continue my you know learning. I went to the level two and eventually got to the highest level, level three, and eventually became an instructor for the academy. And up to today, I'm still happily doing this work, which I love and other things as well. And my connection with my inner being just gets stronger and stronger. Mm -hmm. My intuition gets stronger and stronger. Everything, it's good, but I never stop learning. You know, whenever I got drawn into something, I would want to learn it. But little did I know, no matter all this spiritual advancement, if I may use the word, you know, a little bit or progress, I was still pretty much living in the old paradigm. So we well, both just, know just, Nick, yeah. Nick Bro maybe, is our mentor. So maybe yeah. I'll just talk a little bit about what is it. Yeah, do. Yeah, talk old about paradigm, it. It's the current paradigm for the majority of people. Um, in the old paradigm, we work hard to get anything. If something mm -hmm. doesn't work, we effort even more. We push harder, mm -hmm. we try more. Okay, mm -hmm. it's all about thinking of a strategies, you know, doing this. It's pushing, 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 trying, trying, trying. Yes. As if, you know, this is not enough. You just work harder, keep working, keep working. But in the new paradigm, it's the true understanding and embodiment of the law of attraction, which is truly a consistent universal law. For the law of attraction, simply put, it's what you put out, you attract. Mm -hmm. Everything in your physical reality is only a reflection of the vibrational frequency that you're practicing. Yeah. So you can never get to a place of ease and joy and flow by practicing stress and worry and effort, right? Yes, um, yes. That's what the majority of people are doing in the old paradigm. You know, in the old paradigm, Absolutely. it's always about duality. You either have the money or you don't have the money. But in yeah. the new paradigm, infinite possibility is out there. All you need is just to tune in to the possibility you want, be the vibrational match, and lo and behold, it will come to you if you don't have any resistance, right? And yeah. resistance Amazing. is such a big topic. We can talk about it later on, you know, or in another but session. But it is. I, yeah. I, I love I love when you you were talk, explaining the old paradigm because I see the other person that came to mind for me was um, Joe Dispenza where he talks about the kind of Newtonian world which is kind of matter trying to wrestle with matter to change things which is why it's kind of struggle effort whereas the sort of new paradigm is when we're kind of we're in a quantum field we're kind of energy and when we become energy then there's no time. And, and when there's no time, then things can just happen very spontaneously. We don't, we don't have to kind of effort, like you said, we just get into this space of like oh, connection to our true nature and yeah. let go, like you said, of resistance and that, that we can talk about in a, in, in a minute, but like when, we, when we're able to do that, then, then yeah, stuff just happens like you were saying that was already happening to you when when you know you came to Dolores Cannon it's like that was the synchronicity of and and, 
and, and synchronicities is something else about new paradigms, the synchronicities that come along. Meeting her was this synchronicity that just connected you with your passion and took you down a whole even new path that opened up so many more possibilities for you and, and for all the amazing people who you work with as well, because your, your work um, it's, I know it's so much appreciated by so many people that you, you've done over the years uh, with your quantum, how do I say it? quantum healing? Quantum healing hypnosis technique, in short it's QHHT. It. Quantum healing hypnosis technique and it's just, maybe you, it, without going into loads of detail, maybe you could just explain a little bit about how that might be different from conventional like hypnotherapy or what people might perceived as hypnotherapy well, well what sets qht apart is well first and foremost dolores dolores used almost her entire life's work into you know the research and developing and perfecting this modality it's almost five decades of her life into this work wow. okay yeah and and she speaking about synchronicity it wasn't intentional but she went into this past life thing without even intending or thinking that was possible back so many years ago. Like the world didn't even have books to talk about past life right. thing in the Western world. So that was that was quite amazing. But what set this modality apart um, from others hypnotherapy perhaps would be in, in this modality, we take our clients to a very deep state and that would be the state where, when, where the brainwave is at the theta level. Oh, yes. It's like a half awake, half asleep, that kind of state. And what's the beauty of this state is the conscious mind, the analytical thinking mind will be resting, going to sleep. Mm -hmm. And that is the time when you won't stand into your own way and your inner being, the wisdom can come through so naturally yes. and so easily. And if you can recall, sometimes in your half awake, half asleep state, whether you're falling asleep or waking up in the morning, the most brilliant ideas will come. I just my greatest downloads in that kind of half, often it's in the middle of the night. So kind of waking up in the night and feeling like a message, but like you said, first thing in the morning as well, those kind of downloads of like, oh, oh, yes. Yeah, for, kind for me, it's first thing in the morning. Thought. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And, and sometimes, but you know, if this technique. Well, with this technique, is sorry, I was just going to say, with this technique, you're able to take people to that end point in yeah. them, allowing them yeah, to relax. So it's, it's, yeah, so it's, it's not just about a past life regression. Actually, past life, this term is not even accurate in a way because everything is quantum everything happening at the same time but it's just a life that we tap into or several lives whatever is appropriate for them because the part of the client that i work with is actually the higher self the inner being the non-physical part the inner wisdom yeah. and that part knows the best what is the most appropriate for them to see to feel to learn today and that that will always be appear yes. to them if they don't have any resistance. And what is a better state than being in a theta brainwave when your analytical mind stops working? Going to rest, you don't have any resistance. 
so information can come through so easily. So they they get to see whatever lifetime that is. It can be you know from our vantage point as a human being on Earth at this point in time when I when we look at it, it could be a past life. It could be somewhere like a parallel life, parallel universe. It could be real time from another planet having a conversation. It can be anything. It can be several versions of that person in several dimension, space, or planet at the same time. You know, coming have a conference, having a chat, allowing him to have an understanding. I have had so many different experiences and and interesting stories. I always thought about I need to write several books, but then writing yes, seems something still to me at the moment. So I would just wait until that impulse <laughs> come when it feels easy and just so joyful, and then I'll do it. Or so I'll do some podcasts, just share stories. Um, whichever way is easier, but yeah, it's 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 very very interesting, and not just it that because incredible. Each person is your own best healer, and that yeah. amazingly powerful part of you, your non physical part, your inner being, aka your higher self, your higher consciousness, mm-hmm. whatever we like to address them, it's just a label because they are energy, right? It, that part yes. has all the ability. To heal any physical ailments, or emotional traumas, mm. or mental challenges, whatever that is that you seek help with. So, after the you know seeing the lifetime bit, I will help them to transition to connect directly with their inner being, and ask all the questions for them. Um, because I'm I have a very inquisitive mind. I think that's one of the big reason why. I'm good at what I do because I won't just let yes. the inner being go if they just give me a fluffy answer like oh what is the life of this? <laughs> if they said love I'm like hmm I will be asking, so what do you mean about love you know can you tell him or her some practical things that they can do to achieve that life purpose um, can you give some examples you know I would just keep digging deeper so that they will have something really concrete. For their understanding yes. and perhaps their yes. action steps as well, so it's it's for clarity, answers, guidance, and healing. I mean, what could be more? Yeah, although the session is long, you know, it's a four to six hours process, um, but it's it gone by so quickly, and up until today, since two thousand and thirteen until today, I am still. The more excited person going into a session, you know, when my clients look at me, they're like, <laughs> "You know, she's so excited." Because, because you're wondering yeah. where it's going to take them, where you're going to go, where, what's going to come up. Just and I'm excited for the the learning, the healing, and the growth. You know, how cool mm. is that if you get the clarity you need to move forward fearlessly with so joy? So cool! So cool! Right? Amazing. Incredible to, to like you said, and I wonder it's your passion that you that it's like you said it's it it has such an in depth exploration of what's going on for someone, but also connects them with their inner being, with their inner voice, with their intuition, whatever anyone might want to call it, so yeah. that they can then oh they know what that feels like. They can take that out away with them, can't they? That they've got that connection. It must be incredible for everyone. And, and what else do I love the most is this is a very empowering modality. It's not about 
I being the channeler, I'm so good. So I see this in you. I'm telling you, you have this past life. You do this. You need to do that. Oh, you know. No, yes, it's yes. you channeling your inner being, your inner wisdom. Yes. And after that experience, you'll know it's always there. You always yes. have the ability to do that. The connection is already there. You witness that. Yes. So it's. I just feel nothing can be even more empowering than that. And Absolutely. it's also the most direct because it doesn't come through another person. Another person, no matter how good they are, don't take me wrong. I appreciate you know other people doing other stuff, but you never know how they are feeling on that particular day, what their energy level is at, um, what kind of no. filters they have, you know, how, the culture, the grow up. There can be yes. so many factors yes. yeah, forming filters yeah. when they receive information. It's due to those filters they interpret the information in a certain way, but. If you get information from your own self, there's no filter. It's Absolutely. clear. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. So empowering, as you said, for people to, to be able to connect in that way with themselves, their higher selves, their, their, their intuition, their inner being, and, and to, for them to give themselves the answer. Yeah. Of, and I still of, you know, the whatever their questions might be. Yeah. Or, I love the way how Dolores taught us all to trust the inner being. Just trust because the inner being knows the best. So my job is to be the best facilitator I can be, but I don't direct you yes. to go to, you know, the healing temple, for example. I don't direct you to do this, to do that, because I trust fully the inner being, the higher self will, will guide you to the best of place. I just need to facilitate that to happen. So yes, yes. I still think Dolores is brilliant. You know, she still she still comes to me a lot, although she's in the musical now. I was going to say that sounds amazing. She sounds like an amazing woman. Yeah, yeah so you still connect with her. Yeah, she was and she still is. She, interestingly, she comes to my session a lot. <laughs> I just had a session with another lady a few days ago, and at the end. Um, while my client, she was still, you know, in that state, she asked me, it's, it's your lady named Dolores. I'm like, yeah, yeah, she's my teacher. She's here. She's here the entire time. And she's so proud of me. Like, oh. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that is. It, it's always oh, fun. And, and sometimes she would just drop in and, you know, give my client a little words of wisdom, allow them to feel her energy. I remember some years ago, a client of mine, um, because her session was so amazing. On the one hand, she was lying there on the bed, feeling all of this healing energy going on, you know, amazed at the answers and, and, you know, wisdom that came through. But that thinking mind was wondering, am I looking all of this up? How could this be? You know, this is Yes. This is too amazing to be true. And then somehow <laughs> Dolores dropped by and, and just allow her to feel Dolores' energy. And that was so intense and so different from her own higher self's energy that she was like, I have no doubt now because I could not possibly make this up. So she trusts that. And she came with this 
um, I forgot what exactly was that illness now, but she had been carrying that illness with her for her entire life. And while we were doing the healing, her high self told her it will take another day, one more day. And she was like, oh, okay, gosh. whatever. And she forgot, she forgot all about it. I think it's some kind of sinuses problem. And she forgot so about it. That's so powerful, Josie. And then powerful. six months later, her partner reminded her, I haven't seen you, you know, sneezing or, you know, whatever condition you used to have for some time now. How, how has it been for you? Then she suddenly remembered all of that. And truly, it did last for one more day. And after that one day, because, you know, she didn't notice that. She didn't pay attention to that. And she actually yeah. got healed. Well, once again, I could not recall that illness now. It may be sinus, it may be something else, but yeah, it, it's on it's one still, of the testimonial on my website. I was going to say, it's so powerful that that, that, that work has that, that impact. And for, for her to kind of trust as well, not just trust that it was going to go, but trust that even if it was just going to, it was going to take reality a day to catch up as it were, the kind of physical reality to catch up with what had happened the day before. And then, then it was I gone. I think the beauty is she forgot about it. When you forget about it, you no longer have any resistance. Even better. I was going to say, yes. even better. Absolutely. <laughs> this is how wow. I noticed so, um, one of the key factors to, to live in the new paradigm. We talk about the old paradigm and the new paradigm a bit. Yeah. In the new paradigm, it's actually, regardless of the paradigms, everything is vibrational based. You can never attract any experience that is not a vibrational match to you. Mm -hmm. Right, but in the new paradigm, um, it's not about efforting. It's about, hey, I don't need the effort. I just need to work on my vibration. Yeah. Right, and and to not have any resistance to it. And I just realized since last year. Remember, I talk about you know last year. The pandemic has given me a lot of challenges. I was not able to see my clients because, you know, mm -hmm. my international clients couldn't travel. They couldn't come to Hong Kong to see me. And with the lockdown, even the local clients couldn't come. So, you know, there was a lot of challenges and I start feeling a lot of fear about the financial prospect. You know, how am mm -hmm. I going to go through? I have been burning my savings since I left the corporate world so many years ago. Um, which I was grateful. I still am grateful that I have that much for me to burn. But I did not realize I had this old belief that you will never make as much money as when you were employed, as oh, when you were yes. in the corporate world. Yes. You know, healing professionals, they don't make much. You know, those, those funny beliefs that unconsciously yeah. pick up. And mm -hmm. <laughs> no wonder, right? But back then, um, I start having a lot of fears about money. And I decided that I needed help. Usually, um, after all my initial years of learnings and you know all these different modalities and coming out to be a practitioner, um, I would describe myself as a healing or workshop junkie when I started. But I had came to a I had come to a point where I felt like I no longer need those, you know, whatever I noticed that I can work on myself and work on myself. I did 
occasionally I will still find someone to, you know, for a session here, a session there. Sometimes it's just out of curiosity to try things out. But I always felt like, you know, I could work on myself. And, and yes, I actually did. And it was effective. Um, I found Dr. Joe Dispenza some years ago and I was doing his work quite intensively for a couple of years um, from 2000, I think it's in 2018 and 2019 into to mm. 2020 a bit. Um, everything was good. But once again, last year, I was at the point like, I, I feel like I needed help. All that I know, I couldn't get myself out of that fear, out of that world. Yeah. Yeah. And, and thank God for that. I start looking for mentor and a coach. And well, I actually found Nick a little bit before that. Nick Bro, our mentor. I found him a little bit before that. And then through different synchronicities, I found myself a coach, which I never did before. Remember how I resist the term coach, how I resist all of that. And, <laughs> and you know, when I work with that person, it's a 12 weeks commitment, which I wasn't used to. And I thought, you know, why, why do we need so many? Now, of course, I know. <laughs> yeah. The fact that I'm like, I don't know. Um, but everything just fell into place and I follow my heart. I follow what felt good. And I was working with that coach on the one hand and on the other hand, I just felt this joy, this excitement to join next Freedom Formula Facilitator Training, which we were both yep. in. We started at the same yeah. time. Yeah, we did. Yeah. And yeah, through those things that he taught us, you know, the, the clearing work and, you know, all these amazing processes and practice with each other, having so much fun and, you know, building so many beautiful connections with friends feels like we we have this beautiful sisterhood yes like community there um and it doesn't happen overnight but more and more when i observe myself i became calmer and calmer more and more relaxed more and more chilled and from just knowing the law of attraction knowledge to really finally consistently practicing it Absolutely. Embodying it, myself, it becoming yeah, a embodying felt it. experience rather than the, the kind of in the head knowledge um, that you actually started to really like the vibrational match is kind of we have to feel it. don't we? And just in more than just our kind of mental body or our mind, we have to kind of experience it in our physical and emotional body. Yeah. Yeah. And I think to me, more important than being a vibrational match is being in alignment. Yeah. And look at me I've been on my spiritual journey for so long and you know I meditate I channel high beings I channel my own higher self I don't need to go into a med meditation or yeah meditative state but I don't need to go into a hypnosis I was able to do a lot of things but still I wasn't that consciously observing myself to notice mm. whether I am in alignment or I am out of alignment and that is quite easy. It's just by tuning into your feelings. When you're yes. feeling good, you're in alignment. When you're not, you're not. Yes. And then I noticed just how often I was efforting my way. I was trying, I was stressing, I was worrying when I think of something. Oh, what if, what if? Mm -hmm. Now I'm getting so good at catching my own thoughts. Whenever that comes again, I know oh, something is going on in me. And yeah. 
And the quickest way to resolve it, to help me get back to my alignment is to drop everything, to just do whatever makes yeah. me feel good. Absolutely. My famous recipe is to have cake for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> or brunch or dinner, whichever suits I you. love, I was going to say, I love your, I love the, I've seen a lot of photographs of your cakes and they always look absolutely amazing, at like a delicious kind of beautiful as well. Always beautiful looking. So wherever you go to get your cakes, uh, yeah. I, when I come to Hong Kong at some point when we're allowed to travel, we're definitely going to go and get cake. <laughs> oh, we will get cakes and way more. We'll go to Macau together. We'll yes. go to stay in that beautiful hotel. Oh, we will yes. just have such a fun time. So oh, much I just fun. want to supplement a little bit. Um, yes. Remember well, I gonna... that I, I moved from the old paradigm to more to the new paradigm since last year. Yeah. I noticed so many positive, magical changes in my life. Yes. Things become so much easier. Yes. Whatever I want come to me so much more effortlessly. And I notice myself whenever I got into resistance. So yeah, I was gonna talk say a little maybe, bit about resistance. Yeah, I was gonna say let's talk a little bit about resistance. So yeah, what, okay. How resistance is anything resistance? you create to push away the things that are coming to you. So in the law of attraction world or the knowledge anything you want you already created it but energetically mm -hmm. if you don't practice any resistance it will just come to you okay mm -hmm. so people mistaken the law of attraction as to oh you want something badly enough you keep thinking about it you keep wanting it it has to come no it it's so not true because for example i want a romantic partner I keep mm -hmm. thinking about him, mm -hmm. but I keep thinking about him. It's so easy to fall into thinking about the lack of him. Yes, absolutely. Him not being here. So the more I think about that, it's like, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Why am yeah. I not there yet? What is wrong with me? Am I still have some blocks within me? Do I still have negative energies that I need to clear? What is it? What is it? Why is he not coming? Yeah, so absolutely. I would go down the rabbit hole that way. If I think it's of him feeling totally amazing just like oh it's gonna be so yummy and trusting me is coming <sighs> and I don't even need to think about him because I know he's yes, coming absolutely. so forgetting so I don't have any resistance then he can come to me so much easier and the same applies absolutely. to every single thing absolutely like you said it's that either pushing away so it could be about things that we really want that we we end up pushing them away because we're focusing on them not being here so it's not here it's not here it's not here like you said focusing on the lack or it could be when we have strong emotions so sometimes certain things happen so whilst we want we may be conscious creators sometimes stuff comes to us that we we wouldn't might not be preferred might not be what we want but actually the, there's some strong emotions there that are showing showing us something indicating things that are going on and when we then push them away we then call, you know we, we make it worse we kind of we, we start to struggle and we was actually when we can sit with any emotion so it could be anger sadness grief, you know what could be joy as well and bliss but like they most people find that easier to sit with but the the sort of those more strong those strong powerful what some people might perceive as negative emotions 
actually they pass through us really quickly it's only when we kind of go mm, I don't want to feel this you know like you were talking earlier about you know not being allowed to to cry or you know family telling you you're not allowed to cry and 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 you know obviously that's what they thought they were doing their best so it's not about judging other people but um not allowing ourselves to cry when we feel really sad was actually just allowing us yeah. space and time to just go here I am. Yeah. Here but imagine that was just one example throughout mm. our entire life since we were a baby mm. through childhood all the way, just how many emotional traumas, how many emotional packages yes. we carry. They, if we haven't, you know, properly addressed them, tend to them, help them heal and release mm. them, they will always be there. Absolutely. You know, just because they have been with us for so long they become the background noise we don't notice them but it doesn't background noise familiar almost you know and for myself when I first started doing kind of clearing work and like releasing old patterns releasing old beliefs allowing allowing much more of those emotions that I'd found difficult to surface I was like this feels weird what's this funny feeling and it was a feeling of and I was like I had to really sorry I'm laughing now but I hadn't really felt that before in my life so I was like this is a bit of a funny feeling what's this feeling yeah and and one thing, yeah sorry go, go on well one no, thing I found so valuable about me finally hiring a coach to work with me last year was I finally see you know of course the coaching work is very important I got a lot of benefit from it but I noticed that also from the energetic side of it, by someone holding space for you for that prolonged period of time, you are able to hold space for yourself as well. And by, you know, this holding space for yourself, things, no matter how deeply they're buried, it's so much easier for them mm -hmm. to come to service. And that's how we come in as a coach now. And this is my second passion. I, love yes. it so much yes agreed <laughs> because you know through our work we get to help our clients to dig deep to find out what are there what are anchoring them down pulling mm -hmm. them down into the water mm -hmm. if they are a cork our natural state of being is on top mm -hmm. of the surface because we of always go on top of the surface just like when you look at little babies they wake up smiling <laughs> right they don't yeah. they never would think they're not good enough right no absolutely they, they never need to make it a point to prove that they're worthy of a bottle of milk right yeah they just absolutely. want it they want anything they get everything right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's those negative emotions beliefs perspective that are not serving us they're blocking us from really reaching for our goals but we are unconscious of them Excuse me. of course yeah no worries no absolutely we 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 and I think that's the amazing thing about um starting on this journey or even you know the, like you said the journey goes on and on we're, we're constantly evolving constantly growing but like when you know we uncover new beliefs new oh, oh I didn't realize I was holding this belief and just as you were talking then about babies I've worked with clients where they've 
they've gone back to, you know, they've traveled back to the younger versions of themselves uh, and versions where they didn't, as they got older, they didn't get enough milk. And then that physical, for whatever reason that they didn't get enough milk, they took that meaning as they weren't enough. They weren't good enough, yeah. that they didn't get enough yeah. milk. And it's so, it's so, I find it so um, amazing how we take on like these, these slightest things that happen to us that then we take on these perspectives but how then you know as 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 we go on this journey we can we can release that perspective we can like you said heal those parts of ourselves we can nurture them we can let them know that of course they were always good enough they were they were always enough and how that then sets all of us free the whole of us not just that that part of us but that you know our whole selves to feel more connected it's to not good enough thing it's such oh. a common thread for human beings and yes. honestly yes. i work Absolutely. on myself on this not good enough bit for a long time and i had a huge breakthrough since last year and now i just feel so much yeah. i don't even know how to describe it it's like not having a bad cat but I know I'm good enough. I know all my clients, they really are very lucky to have me because I am a freaking good coach. Yes. I am a flipping amazing hypnotist. I am an yes. awesome tarot card reader and I do everything with my heart with such compassion and love. Mm. It, it, yes, I, I now know deeply, but just a year and a half ago, I still have this humongous underlying not good enoughness within me can you believe that yeah so I can because like you said I think I think that a lot of people carry that and 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 it it you know it, it we uncover more and more over time I mean I, I think I agree with you in the last year that I, I've kind of really stepped into kind of realizing actually I'm really good at this I'm really good at coaching people I do a great job yeah. I hold a I love this and they get great results this is amazing um yeah and and trust we we we've, we're coming from an energy of love compassion um and intuition that means we also trust their inner guidance that their inner guidance will will give them you know inspire them in, in the right direction and it's incredible to feel that way and and like you I don't think I felt that way even about myself let alone to be working with other people and empowering them so yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing how um how much we've both shifted obviously in, in the last year around yeah. all of this we were just having this just chat not too long ago remember we said we yes. really need to pat ourselves on our back because it yes, hasn't been that do. long but it's <laughs> like the day and night's difference, right? Yes. And when you yes. said, you know, looking at our clients, I resonate with that so much because when I look at my clients, it, it didn't even need to take the whole 12 sessions. Like only one session, I can see a humongous change in them and week yes. after week after week. And I saw amazing shift and changes and healings and seeing them come into their power, living a life that is so much happier. Yes. Oh, this is like so satisfying. 
best job in the world. <laughs> Definitely agree with you on all of those fronts. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It is it's incredible, like you said. Um, and so the thing I think the thing I love about um, that you know the, the techniques that we've learned is they're they're actually really simple. They're not they're not complicated, um, but they they're incredibly powerful in in being able to uncover all these kind of unconscious beliefs, like you were talking about earlier. Yeah. And, and release them. It's just amazing. And what I also love about my own coaching practice now is. I feel like finally everything comes together. All the things that I've learned, um, I could incorporate everything so nicely. It's like a nice dance and very fluidly. I just go with my intuition and it will come be it EFT, be it um, in the child's work, be it some hypnotherapy, be it guiding them very deep to sometimes even the past life when it is called for. You know, I just feel like everything is so fluid, so natural. And I just bring everything that I have to the table. It's so fun. And, and I feel so free in using my gifts in that way. That's amazing, JV. Incredible. Oh, you were right. Your, your clients are incredible. And I wouldn't say lucky because actually I think we're a vibrational match to whoever we work with. So they, they've met, their vibration has shifted enough that they find you and that's incredible because then oh, they skyrocket. <laughs> Do I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it to an end now. I think we're coming up to nearly an hour. It's been so lovely to talk oh, to you. It's, is there anything you want to say wonderful. just before we finish or um um I just want everyone to know that if we can have all these changes, evolvements and shifts, you can have that too. It's Definitely. actually quite easy and simple. All it takes yes. is consistent practice. Yes. Knowledge, when it stays in the cognitive level, it doesn't give you any use. Yes. It has to be after you integrate and embody the knowledge, then it becomes yours. And then you will see the benefits. You will see life become magical and everything will be so much easier, so much more fun. I promise you, it's good. It's fun. It's amazing. And you can do it. That is an amazing way to finish. Thank you so much, Jovi. Lots of oh, love. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Thank you for listening to today's episode of Women Celebrating Women with me, Freni Kirby. If you've got any comments or questions, feel free to get in contact with me. You can find me on Facebook, Freni Kirby, or on my business page, Shiva Rose Breakthrough to Feedom Coaching. Lots of love. Have you have a great day. Bye.